You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, you can't help but wonder where is it now? <laughs> you know, it's out there alone. Maybe it's, it's wandering. right where I left it. I don't know. Well, I don't know. It was already heading off. I mean, it's it's wandering the streets. It did alone. walk off into the sunset. There's a all bit. kinds of people out there that could be trying to snatch it up. They probably can't. But I mean, it's it's just it's a very sad situation. And I hope <laughs> that you're doing okay today. That you can somehow make it through. I feel like I gave it my all. I'm glad you're still able to do I a show today. I tried as hard as I could. I tried. I'm glad you're able to do a Thank show today you, because yeah, I know you're powering through. We're gonna take it easy on you today. Yes, Hello, I, everyone. I appreciate it. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course. We we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. All right, we've got some very harrowing, harrowing details that we have to share with you before we oh, do that. Oh, stop it. You're making it sound terrible. Before we do that, though, well, it, it could have ended up, well, we don't know for sure. We'll give you, we'll give you the whole story. Uh, I do want to say this. Always remember to go to FunEmploymentRadio.com first if you're going to shop on Amazon. Just go there first. That's it. FunEmploymentRadio.com. Click on the Amazon link from our site, and that's all you got to do. All right, so here's... I don't even know where to begin this tale because uh, I'll say this. It could be shocking. It could be upsetting to some of you, especially people in Portland. Uh, the the tale that we're going to talk about today, I will tell you this. If you have chickens at home, please hug them close tonight or do whatever you do with chickens because somebody out there is missing theirs. Oh, we had that story about chicken kissing before. Oh don't ki- don't kiss your chickens. Never kiss a chicken. Hug your chickens. Oh, all right. Kiss them. Sarah, let's let's start off this tale. Um, there's there, I, Actually, Aaron Duran is in the live chat right now, funemploymentradio.com slash live. If you're a live subscriber, $6.99 a month. The first week is free, supports the entire network. It's fantastic. And you get to join in the chat. He is calling it Poultry Geddon 2015. I was offering up Chicken Gate. Oh, wow. Chicken Gate. But there's there's different things we can do. Well, you've done the Let's, reveal already. It has to do with the chicken. Well, it is does have to do with the chicken. Mm-hmm. Sarah, I would... Uh, I think, you know, since this, this tale really starts with you and what it's you went really through. It's not really a tale. It's just a and, thing and that what happened. And you, what you had to go through, your ordeal. You know, we want to hear your ordeal from your perspective about what happened to you today. So oh can you please gosh. tell us? Stop. You're you making it. like go in a lower voice? It's more like an NPR reveal. Yeah, or? I need you to be uh, more gentle. So We are talking about chickens in Portland, after all. So, Sarah, <laughs> um, you walk here in Portland. You walk quite a bit. It's a something you do, I assume, for exercise. I do. I do. It's true. To get out in nature because you enjoy nature. But normally on your walks, you you don't really expect to encounter. You see wild the kinds animals. Of things. Yeah. That you saw today. I see a lot of squirrels on my walks. A lot of a lot of different birds. Right. Wild animals. Wild animals. Yes. Wild animals. They're living in the wilds of Southeast Portland. <sighs> and Sarah, you were walking along, uh, heading to your job, your podcast that you love so much. That you enjoy doing, when suddenly something shocking, something upsetting, something, something disturbing, eye. something you didn't expect to encounter today I didn't. happened. I didn't, and I could tell have just kept happened. walking, but... Uh, In your own words, tell us what happened. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I, I, I could have kept walking, but it did strike me as odd, so I felt like... It was then that I should intervene. All right. So what what happened? Okay. So I was walking to work today and I saw a, a wet, sad, homeless chicken. 
I saw a chicken. Like you don't see. Okay, right, let's I live explain. In, let's explain a little bit about the city right, of Portland. The city of Portland. So people in Portland have what they call urban farms. So a lot of people in Portland uh, like to like grow their own food, do their own thing. I'm sure this happens in a lot of different cities and towns and everything. But they have a lot of people have goats, and a Here's lot of the people thing, have. Also, the people do do that in Portland, yes. and that's fine. I understand the urban farm thing. They also seem to take it to another level to where they're pets. They're pets. A chicken is not a pet. I will stand firmly by that for till the end of time. I know I am at odds with a lot of people in Portland. A chicken is not a pet. A chicken is is a farm animal. I think that's a chick. Anything can be a pet if you love it enough. You get. Okay, we'll get to that after this story. Oh my Let's. Gosh. This isn't about me. This is about you. Yes. This is about you. This is about what you went through. This is about what I went through. Okay, so you're walking along and you so saw... So I'm walking along and I'm just like listening to my... You're walking down side streets of Portland? Walking down side streets it's, of Portland. It's slightly raining. Like, set the mood slightly, here it for is, everyone. It is a little drizzly. I like it. I'm kind of walking between the raindrops. I love walking in the rain. Uh, so I'm saying there, you know, no jacket, true Portland style, just wearing my flannel and, you know, and, and my dress and just kind of listening to my effects Pandora station. And lo and behold, I look to the left and something catches my eye. And it's not something that I usually see. It's not a crow. It's not a squirrel. It's a giant goddamn chicken, and it's just standing there staring at me. The chicken was looking at me. It locked eyes with you. It locked eyes with me, and that's when I'm like, fuck, I don't think that chicken's supposed to be out. <laughs> I should probably do something about that. Okay, so the chicken was not in a yard. Like, it was, it explain, wasn't in a yard. Give us details. All People right, don't know. I, right, I don't so know was, either, because I wasn't there when this happened. It was kind of standing on the side of the road. It wasn't quite in like the, the grassy the grassy part between like the sidewalk and the road. So as I saw it, as we locked eyes, me and the chicken. You, lo- you locked eyes with the chicken. I'm sorry, the I didn't mean to laugh. The chicken and I locked eyes, and mm-hmm, then it kind of stu- mm-hmm. uh, stepped up. So I'd already lured it out of the street. Like I already felt like we connected a little bit. Wait, you connected and it came towards you. Yeah, it came towards me. And so I was like, okay. So now this is this is happening. Okay, and I've you didn't see any owner around. There no was owner. Nobody... I'm on the street by myself, and it's raining outside. And this kind of the sad chicken is just kind of standing there, staring at me, and then just kind of pecking around, and then just kind of standing and looking at me. So I didn't know what to do. So now the chicken and I and I've shared a moment. And so I'm you like, saw the chicken. The chicken approached you. It didn't quite approach me, but it, but it took a couple steps toward me. Okay, like it now were trusted there, me. Were there other people on the street there, at the time? Was it was just no, you. It was just me. And just the sad chicken standing there by sad, itself. What chicken standing out there by itself? <sighs> Clearly, you could tell it was loved. It's a beautiful chicken. It's a beautiful <laughs> what, bird. In your words, Fle- feather, what makes a beautiful chicken? Fe- Please explain what makes a beautiful chicken. Um, it had words. pretty, pretty feather colors. <laughs> it looked like it. It would have been soft if I was able to touch it. It looked uh, it looked fierce yet gentle. It had a um, a determined yet satisfied look in its eyes. Okay. But I wanted to help the chicken. That's when I knew that it had a. But lot But you knew of there was life. something going on. I knew it had a lot of life left in it, and I knew that this chicken did not belong on the side of the road in the back streets of Southeast Portland. Okay. So um, that being that, so that this is happening now. So I'm standing next to the chicken, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. So first thing I do is I look around. To see if anybody's looking for a chicken. So I don't see anybody. And so I just stand there in the rain some more, just me and the chicken, just standing on the side of the road. So then maybe I, I, I look around to see if like, oh, is there like a chicken coop around that maybe the chicken You're has. looking for help. Now, is the chicken following you at this point? We're just kind of standing there. We're just chilling. Just, You're just chilling. You're hanging with the chicken. Just hanging with the chicken. Okay. And, the ch- and we're both standing. getting How close on. are you to the chicken? About like three feet. About three feet away from Two the chicken. Two or three feet. Yeah. We're just like just... Straight up hanging out. Okay. So I'm looking for a chicken coop. Don't see anything. 
looking around for people looking for a chicken, don't see anyone. I'm like, well, what the fuck do I do? You're so frantic at this point. You're starting I, to get frantic. I was beside myself. Okay. I was like, oh my God, somebody is missing their chicken. Oh no. What am I going to do? What, what are you going to do at so that point? So in the day- You know, a lot of people would make different choices at that point. Some people, you know, they would look at the chicken and callously walk away and just say, well, that's not my problem. That's not what I'm dealing with. Other people would look at it and say, well, it's just a damn chicken. Who really cares? You know, and, so, and some people, some people would have a different reaction. Sarah, what was your reaction to this? My reaction was, God damn it, now I'm in this and I need to figure out what I'm supposed to do with a wild domesticated chicken. So what I did is so I did So you know, assumed responsibility in the situation. I did assume you took responsibility. Charge. You took charge in that situation. I, I had to. It nobody was just, else was there to do it. It was it, it was me or nobody. Now, what do you think would have happened if you had walked away at that point? I don't know, to yeah. tell you the truth. And I that don't was know. was that what worried you the most? I think so. Yeah. I think so because I was afraid that like maybe like a wild some other sort of wild animal was going to run around and snatch the chicken up. Oh no. Before and it looked like it had so much more life left. Oh, yes. So much more love to give. Yeah. Yeah, it was not that chicken's time today. It was not not today, Satan. Not today. So, so the chicken, so now I'm, I'm standing there, I'm like, fuck, I'm standing in the rain with a goddamn chicken. What am I doing now? wait now? a minute, you were standing with, the, you were standing next to the chicken. Yeah, I'm standing next to the chicken. Did you touch the chicken? No. Did you stroke it? No. Did you attempt to poke it at all? No. Did I you get to... close enough to like maybe give it a kiss? I didn't want to kiss the chicken. Okay. All right, so, because I know that's bad, so... So at that point, I do what any uh, able-bodied person with a smartphone does. I decided to go to Facebook with my questions because yes. I figured, I'm like, okay, where can I get the most amount of information in the shortest amount of time? Now, keep in mind, too, we were having a meeting at the studio. This is... I was on my way to the studio. Yes, but this was, this is what took over everything, so... Well, no, so, so I did write, so I'm reading my Facebook post now. <laughs> I just wrote, honest to God question... I found an abandoned chicken on the side of the road. It's definitely domesticated. What do I do? Do I call someone? I don't want to leave a sad, lonely chicken in the rain. Hashtag Portland problems. <laughs> so then the sure sad, enough, lonely, lonely chicken. Now, do you think it, what made you think it was lonely? Just because it was by itself? And well, because it was standing. You guys had that connection that was going on? It was standing next to me. Have you ever had a connection with a chicken before? No. Or any kind of a farm animal? Not really. Okay. No, I, I haven't spent a lot of time on farms. Okay. And that's why I knew, like, it was a it was a farm animal in a city world. I'm like, this chicken does not belong out on the streets. Oh, are you making a statement about urban chickens right mm -hmm. now? Oh, no. I mean, it's okay. he didn't belong on the street. I want to make this bigger than it is. No, okay, so, stop making it bigger right. than it is. All right, so... So, so you went to Facebook. So I went to Facebook. Where everyone goes with their problems. Mm -hmm. You go to Facebook and you post this on Facebook. What was the response? So a lot of people were telling me uh, there were lots of uh, see if it if it crosses the road jokes. Lots of those. Oh, just just chicken. Just wait. Chicken no feeling about it. No feeling. Trying to make um, a joke out of this situation. Our friend Tristan told me to just leave it. I'm like, uh, well, no, Tristan. You know who we're not going to be around in situations like this. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't want any of my. If I see a lonely, Tristan. sad, soaking wet Tristan on the side of the road, you know what I'm going to do? Not help him. Yep, leave it. I was going to leave just it. Just leave it alone. Just leave it. How like the trash that he is. So, uh, yeah, so I go, I go to Facebook looking for help. And uh, so people started suggesting they were giving me some phone numbers, okay. like telling me about um, animal control. So somebody sent me an animal control number called. Uh, animal control is something I learned today. 
is fucking worthless. Oh. Do you know they're only open one day a week? Really? They basically say, tough shit. If you don't call on Fridays, too bad. And then they hang up on you. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Wait, re- they hung up on you? No, I don't understand. Just, walk, walk me through. I, it's been a long time since I've called animal services. Yeah, I called animal, animal services. And you called animal services on a chicken. Well, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> Maybe this is why they had to shut down. They were inundated with chicken calls, so no no real calls get through. All right, so. So apparently it's only open on Fridays. It's like, where are hours are Fridays from noon to four. I'm like, what the fuck? This is animal. Like, animals get out and they're like animals wandering around all the time, yet it's only you can only do it from on Fridays. So then there's like, thank you, goodbye, and then hang up on me. I'm like, awesome. So You're I'm there still, on your own. You're so calling there. for help. You're reaching out a hand. I was reaching a out. A helping hand because this chicken doesn't have hands. I was screaming to the sky, help me, help me find this chicken a home. And I was just shut down. So then someone gave me another, another uh, animal control number. I'm like, well, maybe this one will work. And what happened this time? It didn't work again. Was- I called and they're just like, hey, fuck you. I don't care if, if you found an abandoned soaking wet animal. It doesn't fucking matter. As long as it's if it's not on Friday between noon and four, you can go fuck yourself. That's what the message said. That's what it That's said. That's what animal control Are you said. Paraphrasing it or No, no, that was specific. Verbatim <laughs> mm-hmm. what it said. Okay. Yeah. All right. So then so that happened. So I'm still standing with the chicken about ten minutes, fifteen minutes has gone by now. Wait now, what are you doing at this point? So I'm you've been standing, standing there the, for fifteen as- minutes. <laughs> Well, I'm sitting here at the studio, by the way, wondering, where's Sarah at? We're supposed to have a meeting right now. Oh, just stop. So you are, you're, so 10, anyway. 15 minutes have gone by. Now, what's happened in the meantime while you're on the phone? So now I've, I've Has I've the chicken still stayed near you as it wandered off? Ch- standing right next to so me. So it's basically imprinted on you, like it's adopted you. Yeah, so now I'm standing with it. It's so your chicken. So much so that I swear to, okay, so this is the most Portlandy thing that has happened in a while. I'm standing there. <clears throat> And I see this woman who get into her car and she's kind of sitting in her car for a few minutes. And then as she drives up, she rolls down her passenger side window and she's just like, hey. I'm like, hi. She's like, hey, thanks for. She's like, are you looking out for that chicken? I saw. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to figure out what to do. And she's like, oh, thanks for doing that. That's really. I'm, I'm glad that you're taking care of it. <sighs> so not only am I, I had to standing, chase out a whole bunch of homeless people out of here the other day. I'm just glad that chicken can be left alone. So as I'm standing there, I'm getting. Not only am I uh, thanks for so doing now I'm that. getting a little full of myself because I've like. Oh, you're feeling pretty pretty up about like, yourself. I'm at this point. I'm trying to help, and I'm being well, like I'm getting accolades you're, for trying to help the you're, chicken. You're getting, People, I'm getting drive-by praise. You're getting positive reinforcement. <laughs> you know, you're you're making a difference in the world. You're making a difference in this chicken's life. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's when I knew. As soon as I got that positive reinforcement, you, I'm like. I can't leave the chicken. See, I think if you'd gotten a little bit more, you probably would have gotten pretentious back at that lady to where you just said, like, well, at least somebody's doing something. Oh, I would never say something like that. You know that. So now it's, it's me and the chicken. I've, I've been commended for my, my giant heart. Yes, you had... My sense of well-being. Yeah, people walking by, they're noticing what you're doing. You're getting attention for it. Mm-hmm. And yet still, you're there. Still there in the rain. With nowhere to take that poor chicken. So then someone, uh, I have like 70 comments on Facebook with, uh, it's all either chicken jokes or Did you, useless do you think animal that, control phone numbers. At this point, do you think the chicken had a name? Did you give the chicken a yes, name? Yes, I yet? named him Herbert, even though it's a lady. We're not judging. No judgment here. It's a lady chicken named Herbert. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Herbert. So now I'm staying there. This helps a little bit to put, you know, 
you know, something a little more of a, an emotional mm-hmm. attachment to the chicken. Mm-hmm. So you've named the chicken. You're there with, with the chicken for 10 to 15 minutes. You've already named it. You would do terrible on a farm. Mm. You would not survive living on a farm. <laughs> if you named the chicken, you don't name the animals. You don't name them. All right. So you've named, you've got Herbert. Mm-hmm. Herbert the lady chicken. Yep. Herbert the lady chicken. Herbert the hen. Mm-hmm. Clucking it up. Just clucking. She she was a clucking. Let me tell you. It's like she can tell that I was working hard. She's like, hey, thanks, Sarah. Keep up the good work. So at that point, I've called, you know, the two uh, the two useless animal control numbers. Uh, got accolades from a, a random passerby. Yeah, at least so, somebody somebody paid attention to the hard work mm-hmm. you were putting in. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so you're, you're so there. Then I, uh, so then, uh, mm-hmm. thankfully, somebody posted uh, the phone number for the Humane Society. So I called the Humane Society. And uh, eventually got to somebody, a nice lady at the Humane Society named Tammy. Okay, you got through the Humane Society. I did. And I was like, hi. And she's like, hi, this is Tammy. Can I help you? And I was like, oh, hi, Tammy. My name's Sarah. I have a weird question for you. And Tammy was like, you shoot, Sarah. I was like, Tammy, I'm on the... I'm on the side of the street right. in Southeast Portland. Tammy answers. Tammy answers. This is the first human after the 25 minutes I've been standing outside with the chicken at this okay. point. Not like 20, I'm exaggerating. All right. Okay. So I'm like, Tammy, I'm like, Tammy, I don't know what to do. I am standing in Southeast Portland. I found chicken. And I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do. What and do Tammy, you do? And Tammy laughed at me. And Tammy said, uh, well, we don't take chickens at the Humane Society. And I was like, okay, Tammy. What do I do? And she was very helpful. Were you more like, listen up, bitch? No, she I've was very she was very nice. She laughed at me because she's like, that's very nice of you to stand in, <laughs> in the rain with a chicken. So I got my second commendation. <laughs> so not one, but two people have congratulated me for being so caring about the chicken. I'm like, oh, wow. So now I'm just on top of it's the world. It's being noted in the chat. I mean, by here, Shockwave just posted, and she laughed at me. Tammy laughed at you. Uh-huh. But it was like I, a, I I am surprised you took it that well. No, Tammy was like it was like a jovial laugh. She's like, "Oh, that's really nice of you." So then Tammy, with all the sweetness in her heart, tells me to call animal control, and I'm like, "Tammy, Listen I have up, already Tammy. called animal control. They aren't open." And Tammy's like, "Don't even start with me, Tammy." <laughs> so I'm like, "Tammy, this I already called them. It didn't work." And she's like, "Yeah, they're not open very frequently." I'm like, "Yeah, Tammy, I know." I know, and she's yeah. like... Because you're on like, the inside at this point. Like, you know... At this point, I'm, like, locked in. So even though Tammy's probably laughing at you, or actually blatantly laughed at you, you feel like Tammy's an ally in this. Tammy is my ally. Okay. Because we both have uh, the chicken in our thoughts. That's, like, the number one goal to make sure the chicken's okay. So so Tammy, uh, so she tells me to call animal control. I'm like, okay, well, Tammy, you, you know as well as I do that it's not open. She's like, I know, Sarah. I know. Listen up, yeah. Listen, sister. Listen, chicken sister. This is what's up. <laughs> chicken sisters. <laughs> no, so Tammy uh, tells so me to, and I'm like, I'm like, Tammy, sister. you know the animal controls them. She's like, I know it's not open. She's like, but I think they have some training seminar at noon, and they might answer the phone. I'm like, Tammy, that's like 35 minutes from now. I can't. Tammy, I'm not listen gonna stand up. In the, I've been standing in the rain with this goddamn chicken. Tammy, you idiot. I love you, you lovable idiot. <laughs> you beautiful moron, Tammy. <laughs> they're in a meeting, and they're, we know they're not going to be calling us. No, so she Chicken was, sisters for themselves. She was, she, you know, and then we, it was real, you know, we both realized that neither of us could help the other at that point, so, and she wished me luck. She was very sweet. So then right. it was, so then did I did Did you tell Tammy that uh, the name of uh, 
I didn't. Was it Herbert? Okay. No. No. Right. no. Well, you don't want her getting too attached to. No. Yeah. I already... You want to protect your, your beautiful friend, Tammy. I know, and Herbert had already become too real to me. Your new, simple, very, very kind friend, Tammy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sweet, sweet Tammy. So I didn't know what else to do. So finally, I was like, well, I'm super late for our meeting, so I might as well call Greg. So I called Greg, and Greg's like... So Greg answers the phone. No, He's just no. Let me just say this: what? you called me the first time, and I missed it because I had the phone on silent. And I then I look down, and I just see in all caps a text: "Call me now." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh shit! There must be something wrong." And I missed your I had missed your phone call. I was like, "Okay, something's gone on." So, so I call back. I'm like, "Hey, what's up? What's going on?" Greg, I'm on the side of the road, and there's a chicken, and I don't know what to do about it. And there's this chicken. Like, <laughs> it was the classic Sarah blurting. Yeah, and I'm like, wait, wait, what? I was in there's, too deep at that point. I couldn't just leave. Like I had to try to do something. There's a chicken on the side of the road that you passed, and it was out, and you don't know what to do. It was out in the rain. Yes, I didn't know what to do. And what was pretty much my response? <laughs> you were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you doing? I'm like, well, I can't I like, leave the chicken. Leave it. Yeah, Greg told me to leave I, I don't chicken. know. Just leave it. It's a chicken. It'll find its way home. I don't know. No, so Greg knows that Greg knows me and he knows that once I've I've dug my heels in, I wasn't leaving that damn chicken. So Greg I'm just Come like on, if this had been a dog, I would have been all over it. We're like, oh yeah, we gotta find that dog's yeah. home. A chicken, I will be honest, I'm just gonna let everybody know. Oh. And again, this is no nothing against anybody who has chickens. Uh. I have no emotional attachment okay, to chickens. Okay, yes, I know. Or shoes. Okay. No, so um I, I did forget. Tammy also did tell me that I should well, try oh, and... What else did Tammy say? Tammy told me that I should try and catch the chicken. <laughs> she did tell me. She's like, well, you can catch it and like, and then you know take it to animal control when they open. I'm like, awesome, Tammy. So I have no car. I'm just going to try. So and, I'm going to try and catch the chicken as I'm walking and then carry, what, a, a, a chicken 20 blocks to the studio? Just so, walk down the street with my, with my chicken. Sarah at first is like, can you just come down here? And help and help you out. And I was like, "Well, no. Why don't you just leave the chicken and just come down to the studio?" And that lasted for about five minutes before Sarah called back again. Like, Greg, you need to come down here now. We got to do something. So I decided, all right, we needed a coffee anyway. So, so I left to go meet up Sarah, where she was patiently standing with a chicken. Mm-hmm. And we were. You got there, and we were standing side by side. You were standing side by side. Uh-huh. You were, and you were. You weren't making that up. You were there. You were with the chicken, patiently guarding it. And, and so I got out, and I'm like, "Yeah, I. Yeah, there's a chicken there." And that no, was and, when you let me know. And that's why I told you that Tammy told me that we should get a towel or something to try and catch the chicken with, like wrap it in a towel or a jacket or something. If I had a place to put the chicken. So Greg brought his truck, so I'm like, Greg, we need to get a towel, and we need to try and catch the chicken. And I don't want a damn chicken in the back of my truck. Oh my, you Somebody else's camping chicken? stuff back there. It's fine. So that's when I decided we needed to periscope and video this. Mm-hmm. And that's what we did. So the video is actually, I just uploaded it to YouTube, too, if you want to see the video. where From, from here is where it starts. This point in, this, in the harrowing tale and the saga. A visibly upset Sarah. I did. Tammy told me to try and catch the chicken. Because Tammy said to try to catch the catch, catch the chicken. So Greg is like rooting around in his car. All he can find is my raincoat. Oh, no. I filmed you chasing the chicken for a while. You did. I haven't watched the full video. <laughs> oh yeah. And then we we decided that so okay Sarah was going to actually I don't know how much made it on Periscope but we uh, 
all I could find in my truck was Sarah's yellow raincoat, and that's that's what it was. So you decided to chase around the chicken. Now, but first, like like right after you tried it a couple of times, it wasn't working. It wasn't working. There was a woman coming down the street walking her dog, and Sarah. <laughs> Excuse me, is this your chicken? I did. Is this your I chicken? To ask her. And it was this woman just kind of staring, and you could tell she was like, oh, God, great. No, because she knew. To... Yeah, no, she told me. She was like, you know, I've seen that chicken my ranch. She's like, you aren't the first one that's tried to catch it. No, I think this woman had about the same feelings towards chickens that I do, where it was just like, yeah. No, I've seen it. You're not You're not the first one. No. To try to catch the chicken. So I, I apparently this chicken, gathering from what she's been saying, has been out there for a couple of days. Yeah, she said that she saw the chicken yesterday, and it's been like wandering around the same block. Talk about a neglectful chicken owner. Right? You That's know. why I wanted to save the chicken and bring it to animal control, but that clearly isn't going to happen. So, I wonder how many times, because she was walking her dog, this must be like right where she walks her dog, how many times in the last two days she's had to see people frantically trying to catch this poor chicken. Oh my Is God. this your chicken? What's wrong with no, people in Portland, too, chicken. that we're all trying to save the street chicken? Like Save a goddamn chicken. So, yeah, so I'm trying to, so Greg gets out my yellow raincoat, and I'm trying to catch the chicken <laughs> by throwing my raincoat on it, and then which. I highly encourage you to watch this video. It's posted on our Twitter feed, at FunImp Radio. We just uploaded it to YouTube. It's a Periscope video, so it's vertical. That's why that is, because um, the landscape isn't working on my phone. But it is, you can only, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, you just have to see some of it. But I was noticing a lot of the comments were referencing. Come on, Ed. go on and get him. Get him, get him, get him. Come on, what's the matter with you? Get him. Pick him up! Pick him up! Put him down! And that is Rocky trying to catch a chicken, which is pretty much exactly what it looked like. Oh, okay. Beat! Beat! Can't you catch your little chicken? Huh? Come on! Move your tail! Move your tail! You look like a girl out there! What's the matter? This is basically what Greg was yelling at me as he was doing the Periscope video. Come on! <laughs> you gotta catch a chicken! <laughs> That's from Rocky, too. Yes, so uh, uh, so this is all happening, and then finally, as, as as I tried to catch the chicken, and I think the chicken was getting a little more... It didn't seem... Like, people kept saying the chicken looked scared. I don't think it was scared so much as it just wanted to be left alone. Okay. So at this point... Okay. At this point... Wait, so you and Herbert were just... You weren't we're just quite connecting around. anymore. We weren't connecting. I think once you were introduced... Oh, you think it was my fault? You ruined it. I ruined the dynamic that was there? You ruined it. Herbert and I were the dynamic duo. I'm so sorry. And you made it the shitty trio. When you showed up with your not caring about Herbert, not caring about anything. So, basically at that point, Herbert's kind of wandering, Herbert has wandered around the corner, and he's just kind of walking on down the sidewalk like a little human. Like, it was weird. He would just walk. I'm sorry, I'm too busy playing chicken sounds. That's I, I okay. Was... You, you can stop that now. And so Herbert just kind of wandered down the street, and then last I saw him, he was just standing there, kind of looking back at me, like you tried, you tried, bitch. Many people have tried to help me. I can't be helped. <gasps> oh no! Mm-hmm. He was just too far gone. He was too far gone. He He's too to... street. I think he was committed to living on the streets. Yeah, he just decided this is my life uh-huh. now. I think it. Herbert I think it is, is home. So, yeah, so after I tried to help Herbert, he, in fact, didn't want to be helped. Okay. I think the only person that can help him is himself, because clearly his owners don't give a damn. Yeah. 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 But you think, I mean, maybe after two days, he's learned, you know? He's just adapted to that lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You can't put the chicken back in the house, you know, after that. 
No, you can't. Yeah. So once Herbert. You go, once he went street, he just can't go back. And Herbert just wandered off. Mm-hmm. Or she just can't go back. Excuse me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. Make sure that's correct. So then the basically I finally, after like 35 minutes, I just decided to give up. I'm finally like, fine. I can't get this fucking chicken mm-hmm. in the car. Mm-hmm. It's running away from me. I have wasted 35 minutes of my goddamn life trying mm-hmm. to help a chicken that does not want to be helped. Wow. Oh, isn't that just heartbreaking, though? It is. You know, you lay it out there on the line for this chicken. and I really feel like I opened myself up a little. That's the bottom line. You just can't help somebody who doesn't want to be helped. I mean, it's hard. Does it hurt a little bit? It does, but, you know. After that much bonding time with that chicken, I mean, chickens don't live that long. That was probably like a couple years of a chicken's life right there. I mean, I don't think I'll ever forget when we first saw each other when we locked eyes and... When I knew that I wanted to spend some time trying to help her better her life, trying to get her off the streets, trying to get her to clean up her act, to just yeah, to be better than she was, you know. And turns out, you know, you can only give help if they're willing to take it. So I'm here. She's out there. I I don't know if she's okay. I hope she's okay. But I guess we'll never know. You have to let her go. You have have to to set that chicken free. That's what I've learned. Can't help all the chickens. You can only believe in yourself. But you can goddamn try to. Oh my god. Hashtag chicken gate. That was the biggest waste of time. I can't believe I spent 35 goddamn minutes in the pouring rain trying to help a chicken. I have never felt more like more of a cliche Portlander ever. Yeah. In my life. And then when the woman it's, thanked me for trying to help the chicken, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? It was the the woman walking the dog that I felt sympathy with. But, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people have been trying to catch that chicken. You're not the first. All right. Well, Sarah, thank you for sharing that tale. You're welcome. And uh, everybody keep keep her Herbert. Herbert. Keep Herbert in your thoughts Herbert, today, everybody. my lady chicken friend. Say, uh, when you're getting some chicken nuggets, think of Herbert. Oh, I think I've just become a vegetarian. <laughs> That's it. You you always talk about chicken nuggets. You're just eating Herberts all day long. No, I'm, I'm going to call them Her- Herberts from now on. You do not call them Herberts. <laughs> <laughs> you do not. <laughs> Get some Herbert strips. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> have a Herbert salad. Can I get a Herbert nugget? <laughs> <laughs> a Herbert burrito. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I don't think I'm off chicken. <laughs> God damn it. You're a horrible human. <laughs> I don't even know where to go. Like, my whole day has consisted of... I actually did eat a Herbert burrito already for lunch. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop um, calling it a Herbert burrito. <laughs> Kentucky Fried Stop. Herbert. Stop it. <sighs> Herbert fried steak. All right. Anyway, I don't even know where to go from there. I don't know what. I, I don't, know what just, you I don't do even. Either. My whole day has been Herbert. Your whole day has been Herbert. Well, do you have? A, do, I could do some ball talk if you'd like. Or, okay, some, world of crazy. Do a little world of crazy. All right. Yeah. Separate yourself from the story. I've got to. Separate yourself. You know, you just got to move on in life. Herbert moved on without you. It's true. Oh, all right. <clears throat> We'll go get a Herbert sandwich after Will this. Will you we'll stop it? Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Chillin. 
Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, just wanted to give you a reminder that the end of the world is today. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot. Just wanted to let you know, don't worry about work or anything tomorrow because sometime today, the earth is going to explode. So say some crazy nut jobs who think that they've read the Bible and interpreted the prophecy that it's going to happen today. It wasn't all those other times that they said. It's it's, it's really it's today. today. This it's is really it. today. This is where it's at. Maybe that's why Herbert didn't want anything to do with me because he's like, we're all we're all already gone. Maybe Herbert knew something we didn't. Mm-hmm. You know. That's why I was just standing in the street. He's like, I'm ready. She's Herbert's so confusing. Well, so you, she's just you, out there. You she's, named she's like, you named a hen Herbert. So I mean, I that's it's kind of on you. It was just standing in the street like it didn't have a care in the world. Maybe it didn't because Herbert knew. Herbert knew there are no more cares. Herbert was trying to tell you, send you a life lesson. What if Herbert's like my spirit animal? Free yourself from the cage, Sarah. Oh. Just be uncaged. Yeah. Live on the streets. Live dangerously. Live wild a little bit. Herbert's telling me to live on the streets? Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure that's what Herbert said. Oh, okay. I didn't pick that up. Thank you for clearing that up for me. I'm pretty sure you should leave your apartment now. All right, so just wanted to let you know, uh, yeah, that's happening today. Okay. Next up, this is, the future is now. Greg, how many times have you and I talked about the fact that if we could eat food in a pill form, we'd yeah. do it just to get it over with? Yeah. Yeah, I would. Because a lot of times, we just need to eat just for sustenance. Yeah. You just want to get it over with? Yes. All right, so this isn't for uh, a pill There are for times food. when I do not enjoy eating. Mm-hmm. No, you just want to get it over with. Yep. Well, that hasn't quite been developed yet. However, there is a new pill that uh, should be out in the next 10 years or so, and it might exist, and it is an actual, honest-to-God, exercise pill. It is an exercise Isn't pill that... that replicates the benefits of exercising without you exercising. Wait, what? Yes! That's what I'm talking about. The How does positive this work? effects of a workout without the sweat or a gym membership may actually exist in the not-so-distant future because scientists are developing what they're calling an exercise pill intended to have the same body and brain-boosting benefits as a real workout how does it without make, lifting a finger. How does it make your muscles work? What, do you just, like, spasm or something? I don't or? know if it makes them spasm or, like... I don't it, understand. I'm not a scientist developing an exercise pill, Greg, so I can't really answer all your questions for you. I don't trust it. Well, the, the pill comes from research teams at the University of Sydney and at the University of Copenhagen, who have examined the protein changes that occur in the skeletal muscle of healthy people after they work out, and they're being able to replicate what? it in a pill form. Uh, there's something odd about a pairing of the Dutch and the Australians. I don't like this team-up for that. Well, this is this is you where we're was, getting our exercise. Oh, Copenhagen? The Danish. Okay. Yeah. Greg, if they're inventing an exercise pill, then I have no problem with that. No. So, uh, so they have developed this. They say that it's probably going to take... Uh, it's probably going to take about 10 years to fully develop. And it doesn't offer all of the benefits of a workout. It offers, like, the, the exercise portion of it. However, if you want to get the feel-good endorphins that you get after a workout, that's the one thing that it can't replicate. Huh. But it can actually work you out just by taking an exercise pill. I don't trust it. Of course you don't, because it hasn't existed. Once it exists, you'll trust it. Maybe. Yeah. So it took three years to create the blueprint to make this up. Um, so, yeah, so this is going to be something that will exist okay. at some point. I know you don't trust it. I don't, yeah. Okay. No, I don't believe it. 
right. You go ahead. You take that. I will. You let me know what happens. Uh, done and done. Will do. And a completely different topic. Of course, we know that... Uh, you know what that is? It's kind of like the Guitar Hero for your body. You know why I don't like Guitar Hero? It's you're not actually playing any music. You're just pressing buttons. You spend all Where that time... old person music? If you spend all that time... Learning that you're not a you're not a musician, you're not playing guitar. Says who? Says Greg Nibbler? No, you're just People pressing can be buttons. Musicians, there's a Spoonman can be a musician. Yes, Greg. fine. Spoonman is a musician. Playing the video game does not make you a musician. If you spend all that time doing that and instead learned how to play guitar, then if, you'd be a musician. If you're making music, I you're mean, not making music. You're pressing buttons that make music. But no, it's not. That's not the same. It is not. It is not the same as that. I think it's a waste of time. I think kids these days are wasting their time with the goddamn guitar heroes. Pick up a guitar and be an actual hero. Pick up the guitar. And then they and sit be- there and they set it up and like they think they're playing in a band because you got the fake drum one too. And you're singing. It's not. You're not a musician. They're singing. Spend that time and learn how to play guitar and write a damn love song or something. That's the music. down the street. Listen to your song. Damn right. You know who didn't waste his time playing Guitar Hero? Who? Johnny Cash. I knew you were going to sing. You know what he did? He worked in the field and then he picked picked himself up a damn guitar and he learned how to sing some songs. Look where that got him. Nobody's ever been in the Hall of Fame, the Music no. Hall of Fame. No, guitar, for playing guitar. You know? Wow, you press the buttons the best of anybody. Good for you. Thank you, Greg, for yes. letting us know how you all feel. It's always compelling. All right, this is a terrifying headline. It reads, Islands of Fire Ants are escaping South Carolina floods by clinging on to each other. Yes, fire ants are latching together, creating their own island formations and floating around South Carolina. Fire ants, Greg. I, I don't even... The thought of this is so is terrifying. I don't even want to... South Carolina. So South Carolina ants, who are seeking to stay afloat amid the flooding in the state, are creating their own refuge by linking arms and forming into islands of fire ants. That's fucking horrifying. A photojournalist who was covering the flood spotted what appeared to be a large clump of mud floating in the Greenville County floodwaters, but soon discovered the clump was actually moving, and it was in fact an island of ants. Just an island of horror. Residents across the region report seeing similar ant islands floating around in flooded areas. So the ants use their jaws, small claws, and adhesive pads on their legs to link together and form into floating structures. Don't they rotate or something, too, so they... Well, the researchers say the ant rafts are strong enough to withstand waves, and the structures are able to break apart and relink oh my into God, different no. formations. That's horrifying. A researcher says, imagine thousands of people linking their arms together, except for two arms, there are six, and all of their limbs have tiny hooks and adhesive <laughs> pads on them. So what they can do is find other islands of fire ants, and then they can link together. No. I know. I'm saying no. You should look up the pictures. No. <laughs> uh, oh, here's a, here's something that we talked about earlier this week. I just saw this because it's a little timely out of Angleton, Texas. 
There is a 12-year-old girl that is baffling doctors because she has been sneezing 12,000 times a day. Man, I would Didn't go, this happen before? This happened to somebody else, but this is happening right now. Okay. This has happened before. So this uh, 12-year-old girl's name is Caitlin Thornley. It just came out of nowhere, and she can't stop sneezing. This is kind of the stuff of nightmares. Yeah. She sneezes 12,000 times a day. That's about 20 times a minute. Oh, my God. My OCD. 20 times a minute? My OCD would be insane around her. I would have to be like, bless you, bless you, Wouldn't that do, like, some kind of brain damage or something? Yeah, that's true. I know. We did talk about saying bless you. Would you have to do it every time? Yes. I would drive myself and, like... We would just be the most annoying two people in the room together. She'd, she'd bless be like, you, bless, bless you, you, bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you. Yeah. Oh. That's all it would be. That's that's the stuff of nightmares. So for me having to say bless you and also sneezing 20 times a minute. So Caitlin uh, says it's so bad that she can't go to school and it just came out of nowhere. Doctors haven't been able to figure out what it is. They say it's not allergies and it's not a virus. Some experts believe that it may be stress-related. Uh, Kaylin said the only time that she ever stops sneezing is when she falls asleep after taking Benadryl. And then even when the Benadryl wears off, she'll wake herself up sneezing <laughs> That's 20 times a minute. Horrifying. It's terrifying. Uh, so there's no, yeah, so there's no explanation whatsoever. It just kind of started. So just wanted to do that. Because it was timely from the sneezes from before. And finally, in classy stories. A man has been arrested after he called 911 because his girlfriend would not have sex with him. Don't misuse 911, people. See, I didn't even call 911 when I encountered Herbert. And that's a legitimate reason. <laughs> a man was furious at his girlfriend because he told the police the woman, quote, would not give him any ass. <laughs> I was pretty explicit She's about it. All right. Pretty classy. Yeah, man who allegedly she won't give me no ass. He couldn't get any loving from his girlfriend. Has been arrested in South Carolina. Patrick Doggett, third, uh, 53 years young, was arrested shortly after midnight uh, after he allegedly called 911 to complain that his girlfriend would not give him any ass, according to the police report. Will when it work now though? Now that he's a bad boy, he's been arrested. I hate it when you say the word bad boy. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, when officers arrived at Patrick Doggett's home, he was outside drinking what the report describes as an alcoholic beverage. Now, officers said Doggett told them that he'd been drinking all day long and was looking forward to having sex with his girlfriend. However, Doggett said his girlfriend declined. Uh, that set Doggett off, and he called 911 to deal with the issue instead <laughs> of talking to her. Uh, the responding officer said Doggett yelled obscenities at the house, including, fuck that bitch. Well, for some reason, I'm sure that you know, they have a stellar relationship. Uh, but Doggett was arrested for public drunkenness, but not charged with misusing the 911 system. He has since been released from county jail. Classy motherfucker. That's classy. Yeah, real classy. Lots of Carolina stories today. Well, there you have it, my friends. That is your world of crazy. All right, we do have to get in a little bit of a uh, little bit of ball talk. Okay. I also, while you're pulling that up, though, I want to say thank you to one of our fine sponsors, and that is Next Adventure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Next Adventure is fantastic. I have no idea what their thoughts are on chickens. I know a lot of people like to eat them. They do. Yeah. I'm sure that... Um, probably they, not everybody there. Probably not everybody. There are lots of vegetarians. I could see Brian eating chickens, though. Okay. Yeah, I will yeah, say that's, that. Yeah, that's, 
that's a good thing. Yeah. Next Adventure. Nextadventure.net. <laughs> Find sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. They are fantastic. On of course, Next Adventure. Grand and Stark. Grand and Stark. And they're getting ready for a whole bunch of winter sales. So now is the time to get in there and get really, really, really good deals. It's going to be a cold stuff. winter, by the way. Yeah. No, it's. At least that's well, what the Farmer's Almanac says. Are you like? Are you considering yourself a farmer now? Now that you've. <laughs> no, I didn't chicken. even think about that. No, but the Farmer's Almanac is uh, uh, It's being asked in the chat uh, by AB. I hear they have water filters. They do have water filters. They are fantastic water filters. They also have a lot of other things, though, that are really, really nice. So nextadventure.net. If is you need anything line? for outdoor... Next Adventure. We have more than water filters. <laughs> it will be after I'm done with this. Um, so yeah, nextadventure.net. Go there for anything outdoor-oriented that you would need or any kind of clothing. Go there first. They've got a... Awesome. They've got an awesome selection of mm-hmm. used clothes and used ski and snowboard equipment. So if you're thinking about getting into it this year, they're a great place to go to for that too. Absolutely. So on uh, the corner of Grand and Stark, Grand and Stark, that is where you can go there next adventure or nextadventure.net. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Uh, let's talk balls. Balls. Okay, so... I had uh, several different things I was going to say, but we're just going to go to the most important thing here for today. A couple of there's a couple of things with it. One, last night was the first game of of the Major League Baseball playoffs, and the Houston Astros visited the New York Yankees. I believe I made a prediction on that game, Sarah. You did. And that was that the Astros would win, and so they did. I actually watched that game, and I'm not a big baseball fan, and it was uh, pretty neat. It was a, it was fun yeah. to watch. Playoff baseball is actually fun. And I, I kept thinking about you because it kept flashing to people, including but not limited to Billy Crystal, uh, in the stands, all of the Yankees fans, and they were just so sad. Uh-huh. Yeah. And everyone at the bar that I was at cheered as soon as that the Astros won. Well, the Yankees are like the Lakers. It's, yeah. Uh, you know. No. They've, they've had enough winning. It's yep. always nice to see them lose every now and yeah, then. Yeah, I like the Astros. So the Astros moving on. They're going to be taking on the Kansas City Royals. But the other game is tonight. So these are the one-game playoffs to get into the playoffs, essentially. It's the wild card thing that, they, uh, that baseball does now. So tonight is the main game, and I want to give you a little bit of the folklore associated with this. So the Chicago Cubs are going to be playing the Pittsburgh Pirates. Mm-hmm. So this is a one-game playoff. Oh, and it's the Cubs. So that's a big deal. So it's a one-game playoff. And the Chicago Cubs making it into the playoffs is kind of a big deal because the Cubs have all kinds of legends and folklore associated with them. Now, you can go all the way back where they haven't won a World Series since 1908. All right. That is the last time they won all of baseball. 1908. There is also another thing that's happened. They haven't won a National League pennant so basically the winners of the National League, winners of the American League, that's who plays in the World Series. They okay. haven't won their league since 1945. And that is when, allegedly, the curse of the billy goat happened. What? So then this is true. So uh, this part's true as far as what kind of what happened. So there was an owner of a tavern named Billy Cyanus who owned Billy Goat Tavern. And I guess what he would do is he had an actual goat he would bring down... To the uh, to Wrigley Field when they were playing, and the Cubs happened to be playing in the World Series that year in 1945, and I guess other fans were the legend is other fans were so annoyed at his goat's odor that they kicked him out of the game, and he got really pissed and cha- and shouted, "Them Cubs, they ain't gonna win no more." So that's been interpreted as a curse that he put on the team, 
And they haven't won a World Series since. They didn't win a World Series that year. They went on to lose that. And they, they haven't even been back to the World Series The since. curse of the Billy Goat. Curse of the I Billy Goat. I love shit like that. God. I know. That's why I want to tell so you this stuff. superstitious. So, curse of the Billy Goat has not been broken. They haven't even, even been back to a National League pennant since that year. On top of that, there's another thing that's happened. So the Cubs actually were on the verge of winning a National League pennant in 2003. Okay. 2003, I believe it was the Marlins that they were playing. Uh, yeah, the, the Marlins. And the Cubs were up 3-2 to two in the series. It was game six. And they were in the eighth inning. And they, so they had one. Th- if they win this game, they go to the World Series. Mm-hmm. It was the eighth inning. Cubs were ahead 3-0. to zero. So looks like it's, you know, most likely without a giant collapse, they've got the game locked up. Yeah. They're going to go to the World Series for the first time since 1945. Until this happens, one of the Marlins players hit a ball out into the outfield. It was going to go foul. And uh, it. <laughs> so this the, the, one of the Cubs players, uh, was going Alou, was going to catch the ball. Sorry, I'm, I'm just reading it just to make sure I get it right as I'm doing this. W- went to catch the ball. Mm-hmm. But a fan by the name of Steve Bartman also wanted to catch the ball, reached his hand out, deflected the ball. The player dropped it. The Marlins went on to score eight runs. I remember that guy. Didn't he have to go into like witness protection or something? The, his name is Steve Bartman. So after that happened, the Marlins went on to score eight runs in that inning, in the eighth inning, won that game, and then they went on to uh, lose the next game. So the Cubs were eliminated from the series by the next game. So this guy, Steve Bartman, was there in the stands, and they didn't have jumbotrons, I guess, at the, for the Cubs at that time. And th- so the only way you could see him was the camera crew for the game kept showing him, zooming in on this poor guy with his head down. Oh, my God. And then I remember this. people at so- home started calling their friends and family that were at the game and describing him and pointing out where he was sitting. He had to get a police escort to leave leave the stadium. His address was posted on a website, and he had to have police protection for a long time because people wanted to kill this guy, Steve Bartman. So much so, there's, there's a whole uh, ESPN 30 for 30 on this guy about just the whole thing. He ended up. I would watch that. Oh, but it makes me so uncomfortable. But I'd totally watch it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's got to be good. He hasn't given any interviews, and I don't believe he's in that documentary. It's just about him. Uh, shortly after the incident, he released a statement saying he was truly sorry. He had his eyes glued on the approaching ball the entire time and was so caught up in the moment they didn't even see Moises Alou. Poor guy. Much less that he even had a play. Oh man. So he's declined interviews, endorsement deals, requests for public experiences. I'm at this. He lost all of his twenties. Yep. His family changed their phone number to avoid harassing phone calls. Um, He ended up... The rumor is that he left town, actually, for a while. However, it it does say that he's back there in Chicago. He declined a six-figure offer to appear in a Super Bowl commercial. He just doesn't want to ever talk about it. He wants it to go away. Oh, that... Oh... Since that game, I almost feel since as bad he did for him that, as I did for Herbert the Chicken. But since that game, since the foul ball that he tipped, the Cubs have not won a playoff game. Not a single oh one. God, that's stupid. They made the playoffs once and got swept immediately. So this game tonight, if the Cubs win, will be the first time they've won since Steve Bartman. Holy shit, I want to watch that game. 
Yeah, it'll be the first you time. You just gave like the best pitch for anyone who's bored with like who thinks baseball's boring to watch the game tonight. That's why with the Cubs, I mean, and if they lose, the Steve Bartman thing keeps on going, the curse of the Billy Goat keeps going. That could go for a while, but the uh, the Steve Bartman curse. Like if anything for Steve Bartman and it's nothing against Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh Pirates. If anything, for Steve Bartman, that one single guy, I kind of want the Cubs to win tonight. I kind of want them to win tonight, too. Oh, man, I'm just looking at that. What a sad... Oh, that's awful. Okay. Really quick, though, here is a song that's been written. There's been a lot of songs written about Steve Bartman. So here is one of them. Once there was a Cub fan, Steve Bartman was his name. Sitting on the third baseline at that playoff game. Headphones on his ears, he looked like a geek to me. But he simply reached out his hand, and the Cubs were history. Oh my god. Yippee, I. Was it just the hand of fate or was so it awkward. something worse? Was it another example of that never-ending curse? Because he only did the kind of thing that you or I would do. But don't tell that to a million fans or two Moises aloo. Thing is, too, I forgot he was wearing headphones, so he was probably listening to the radio broadcast at the time, and then had to listen to the radio broadcast about him. Oh wow! Let me just play one last second of it. Marlins sure were hated on that sad October day, but then they beat the Yankees, so that made them okay. And all you Cup fans out there, you should never fear. Your team will get another chance in probably 50 years. <laughs> oh, my God. There we go. Steve Bartman. Moises oh. salute. So that is the game tonight, and I do need to make a prediction on it because I said I would do it. Oh, are what are you? I said I would. Should I, I make a prediction on it or not? I'm myself from this. Well, you just you already said you did, so. Oh boy, I don't know if I want to get wrapped oh, up in this. I don't know if you this want is dangerous. To, but you already said you would do it, so you should. I here's the thing. Honestly, I don't follow baseball enough to even know who's. I mean, I assume the Pirates are favored. Ooh, this is risky. This is risky. I don't care. You you committed to it. Risky to make a prediction on this. What do you think? Is the Bartman what are their records? Keep going? What are their records for this for the season? Um, uh, let me. I actually want to know their records. I'll look up their records. I, I'm looking. I, I'm not finding it very easily. Mm-hmm. Cubs, right. Pirates record. I will make a prediction on it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Why is it so hard to find the Major League Baseball standings? What all you have to? You want to know like games won and lost? Yes. MLB standings. Okay. All right. 
Wild Karn. Oh, they're very close, too. They're only one game apart. Oh, shit. <laughs> the Cubs are going to win. Chicago Cubs are going to win. The curse of Bartman will be broken tonight, is what you're saying. All right, you heard it. Greg Nibbler said the Cubs are going to win tonight. Chicago Cubs will break the Bartman curse tonight. Okay. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Greg is, like, seriously uncomfortable right now. He's wiggling around in his chair. Oh, you just pissed off a lot of people. I love how people really do think I have power, too, over this. Nobody thinks you have power, but you have the gall to pretend like you have power, and I think that's irritating enough to make people mad. <laughs> Chicago Cubs. Oh, boy. I want to thank all of you for listening to my stupid story about a chicken today. I would rather people just spent some time and thought about Herbert. You know, whatever's going on in your life today, you know, you listen to this show, you took a little break from from anything, but also remember your troubles and then remember Herbert for not really, not the sad story of Herbert, the inspiring story of Mm -hmm. Herbert. Herbert knows. Because Herbert broke out of that cage that was holding, holding her in and said, no world. Not on my watch. I'm doing what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm living life by my own rules. Herbert. This one's for you, Herbert. Give it up for Herbert. Oh, and I do also have... So we talked about it yesterday. Oh, yes, an update from yesterday's show. Yes, about my sister. She found out that she's having a girl. You are going oh, to have a niece. I am going to have a niece. I'm going to not have a sticky-fingered little Greg. I'm going to have a niece. I'm very excited about it. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. And congratulations to Heather. Yes. That is, that is really awesome. Very, very excited. All right. A niece. A niece. A niece. Crazy Auntie Sarah. Crazy Auntie Sarah. Is going to have a niece. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Will you tell her about Herbert? I will tell her when she's old when she's old enough to hear it. Yeah. You know, let me tell you, niece, about a story. I know you feel like life niece, is getting you down right now. Come come sit next to me. Let come me sit tell next you, to Auntie Sarah. Let me tell you the story of Herbert. Let Auntie Sarah tell you about what changed her life and when it all what all got for the better. There was a chicken named Herbert. Send us an email, photoplaymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Coming up on Geek in the City, live here on the Fun Employment Radio Network tonight, will be Angel May from Guardian Games. Very cool. Angel is fantastic. Angel is awesome. Guardian Games. Angel was actually, uh, I extra with her on Portlandia the last time. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And we also filmed Sportlandia at Guardian Games. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so, Geek in the City tonight, live on Fun Employment Radio, 7.30 p.m. Subscribe, funemploymentradio.com slash subscribe. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Go, bye. I really should be the Micro Machines man. Yeah. They really need to reboot that. No. I can totally do it. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.